Buenas noches, San Antonio. Welcome to Puto S-A-F-C. It's Matt. And I am Clayton. Clayton. Buenas noches, amigo. Hey, man. Right back at you. So, um, that was The Heat Is On by Glenn Fry. Um, do you remember, what do you think of when, do you, do you know that song? Of course. All right, and what do you immediately think of when you hear that song? The 80s. And is there a specific, uh, specific something that you associate that song with there's a movie but it's not there, it's not coming to my head it's beverly hills cop right ah, it's obvious it. it's beverly hills cop at the beginning when when eddie murphy was is hanging like from the back of the cigarette truck when the when he's doing the undercover deal at the very beginning of the movie anyway i isn't I, there in there a beverly hills cop song uh i mean there was there's Herbie Han- there's the Herbie Hancock dun 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 that's like when he's that's like when he's that's like when he's like when he's when he's lurking and he's sneaking and stuff like that but the heat is on is when he's when he's um oh no that's the neutron dance by the pointer sisters the but anyway the heat is on is and the reason I bring it up is this because yes it's hot it's been hotter than hell and we'll and that's these games we're playing August soccer we're going to talk about that but do you remember soundtracks do you remember being able to buy soundtracks for movies? I still do. See, that's what I was gonna say. Is it, are they still a thing? That's the question I have. Are they still a thing? Could I go online and buy a soundtrack to a movie? I've got an answer for you because. Uh, and we didn't plan this, by the way. Right? I watched this movie, Booksmart. Have you watched it? Um, no, it's the one with the girls. It's so yes, good. it's like uh, it's it's like um, the one with Jonah Hill and Mike Stamp, but it's with with girls. Like super bad, but yeah, for girls. There we go. Yes. And one thing that's very funny. In the middle. And actually, the girl is Jonah Hill's sister. Okay. Anyway, sorry. One thing that struck me was how good the music was. I was like, these girls, they've got dance moves, they're nerds, but the music is just, I kept tapping my toe when I'm old. So I went and found the soundtrack, and it's like 60 songs. Really? Because it's kind of like just little tiny boom, 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 boom. And I guess, I guess I'm, I'm dating myself because I don't, Obviously, you can't really buy. They don't make C- new CDs anymore, right? They don't make, uh, like, I get. But would they make like? Could I buy a record that's a soundtrack? Like this a is sound- true. You know, with all the hipsters, I'm sure you could. But I also went in for the leftovers and and Spotified that there is the leftovers theme music which and is, all the background which is, music, which is very, very, uh, very good. Yes. Anyway, like atmospheric. Very, yes. There you go. Boom. But there's also the leftovers. All the songs they play at the end of the beginning of the show right. and during the show. There's some good ones. And you can, I guess, you can just get on Spotify and download it, right? And pay three ninety nine or something. Well, you just get. I have Spotify. But like, I used to like the soundtrack section of CD Warehouse was like a big section, and I'd go through and I and like I'd be like find five or six of like the Conehead soundtrack or you know anyway that was your that was your go-to section like it, it's probably where I would start it was as a kid your go-to as, an, section. as an impressionable young kid man mine you was know? rock alright it was daunting having to see the A and be like am I gonna start in the middle if there's somebody down at the A's you know that always the soundtrack section was generally wide open and I could just go and take my time and nobody was alright anyway let's talk soccer <laughs> Let's set the scene, Clayton. We're back in the pod den. I'm cracking a beer. Yep. It's Tuesday. We're going to talk some soccer. We are. We're going to talk SAFC soccer is what we're going to talk. And I would, maybe some other stuff. I would like to put a tear in this beer to celebrate the saddest day of the year for myself. Why? What? Oh. 
I had to report to work yesterday. Okay. And you know what's better than working? What's that? Or my job or your job? Not working. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I say this every year, and every year it stinks, but this year with remote learning, it's it extra sucks. All right, well, that gives you more time to uh, think about and uh, ruminate on Puro SAFC podcast, maybe. Man, not this week. It's like I went from having every minute of the whole week to myself and my children and my life to having 40 hours a week deducted from that, <laughs> which, cry me a river, right? But but we all have our routine, so I got to get back in this routine. But here, So here's to this routine. Maybe you shouldn't do things like go to Colorado for a week right before school's supposed to start. And then it wouldn't seem so terrible. Without sadness, there is no joy, Clayton. And without <laughs> happy, there is no sad. Okay. So I will continue. Yin to and do yang, that. dude. Yin and yes. yang. I got it. And right. I'm I'm in the black right now. <laughs> <laughs> so Austin comes to San Antonio, plays a soccer game last Saturday night. Are you ready to talk about that? I am. And uh, let let me outline the box score, and then you go tell us your thoughts, or you got something pregame no, you want to talk about. No, I don't have pregame. Go. I'm yeah. gonna start a 30 minute timer, listeners, for this game to talk about our game. Um, SAFC hosting Austin one to one. First goal, X Baez. I don't know his name. Xavier, maybe a screamer in the 39th Spectacular minute. Spectacular goal, and we'll get to that. 39th minute screamer. One nothing Austin. The whole game goes by. Goes by just like this summer of Shattuck ending, and then Jose Gallegos wakes you up in the 92nd minute with a one-touch, seeing-eye goal to tie it up one to one. Great goal for the kid. Game over. Yeah, that was it. That's the uh, extent of the scoring. Um, what are your thoughts, Clayton? My general thoughts on the game were that it was sloppy. We, I want to hear your pregame thing that you were going to talk about. Oh, I, I don't. You teased I don't, it. I didn't have anything. Oh, what? No, I didn't. I, I started to open my mouth and I, it wasn't a full thought. But just general over thoughts about the. Uh, I think I texted you. You, I was watching here at my home. Um, it was my son's, three, third birthday. So we did some family stuff here at the house. Did he watch the Garfield? Um, he asked me earlier in the day why there was a hole in the Garfield, and I explained to him why. When you put something in a kiln, uh, you have to have a hole in it so it doesn't explode and crack and stuff like that. But he didn't have the Garfield. He had gone to bed when the game started. Because there was a new Garfield this week. Was there? There was a new Garfield. What are you talking about? He's an old new Garfield. What do you mean? Matt Cardone starting in oh. goal for SAS. <laughs> That's funny. That's a good transition. <laughs> Not Dane St. Clair. We'll get to that later. Yeah, but anyway, your big it, was a, it was a sloppy game. It was a, it was a sloppy game, but I wasn't surprised at seeing tired legs and and seeing a, a bit of sloppiness and it made me realize something about that these teams uh, just are not deep enough to be playing this much this 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 quick is that four games in ten days yes yeah and there's also a game tomorrow night and a game Saturday and a game Saturday right I thought you were going to play Working for a Living by, is that by Huey Lewis? Um, yes. And that's And what, the news, and the news. Don't, and leave, the news, the, don't yes. leave the news out. That's why I said, Huey, oh, I love this song, it's Huey Lewis, because Working for a Living, four games in ten days, six games in 16 days or 17 days. Clinton, 
I got a job now. I don't really have time for this. Like, it's cutting into a lot. But you put together a little event on Saturday, didn't you? I did. I had I invited some friends over. We got on my back porch. I put the big TV out back. So there are five of us, and we all socially distanced. You know, it was really great. Um, I have a really old bottle of tequila that I've been holding, and I found there's a little bit left. And the game was a little sloppy, a little boring. It was not really going anywhere. And so in about the 80th minute, I busted out the, the great Jose Cuervo Reserva de la Familia and poured shots. Did that make things better? Right around that time, Jose Gallego scored the goal, and it kind of put a little, a little smile in it. Turned into steps. a little fiesta. A fiesta that we're not going to necessarily have here in San Antonio for a while, but a little fiesta. It is a lot of games. So... To watch... Much less play it. I don't know why, but maybe you, if you just follow my train of thought here with me, it made me kind of sad realizing that I came to the realization is like, I mean, we talk about squad rotation. You know, Tim Hankinson, former Scorpions coach, was talking about squad rotation. What squad do we have to rotate? Like, it made me just realize, man, this is kind of, you know, we only have 17 or 18 first team players. We have kids that we can bring back and forth. But, like, we don't have enough guys. To, when I look over at the bench, I'm like, what's going on here? And you know, I, To get nerdy on you, I think it would benefit us as a team because did you <laughs> – because I think we do have a decent squad. Uh, Yarrow was on the bench. Uh, Kai Green was a new starter for Maloney. Yes. So Maloney's on the bench. Uh, Josh Yarrow, normal starters on the bench. Uh, Hervo, my man Hervo, who's, who, who I've been so high on – was on the bench, and we'll get to this if we want to talk coaching, substitutions, that kind of stuff. Yes. Well. Anyway, it 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 wasn't. I I don't know why I got that way. I I understand where you're, where you're coming from. I didn't. I wasn't like looking at the bench and going, God, there's no quality there. I was just thinking to myself, there, this is it. This is it. This is everybody. You know. So you have to be really adept at knowing these guys and who really does need a break and who can just run all day like our man Hunter Smith, you know, like... Blake Smith. Blake Smith, I'm sorry, yes. Yeah. I, and Maloney had played Maloney had played every single minute until they said that. I didn't realize that. So Maloney was sitting on the bench. Or do, do we want to talk lineups? Let's let's talk that. That's a good transition. Okay, so we got Kai Green came in for Connor Maloney. Yeah. Kai Green played every minute of last year. Yes. It ironically comes in to sub for Maloney. Who's he's, played. he's been our defensive sub, right, that you... We pretty much call him. He's played pretty much every game. He has, and he's come in at some point and 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 tried to lock help lock things down. Would you like to hear my opinion on that or the other change? No, you go ahead. I, I want to hear your opinion. I don't think Kai Green is. I I wasn't enjoying his presence. I don't think he's as good in the attack as Maloney. It's not saying a lot because Connor Maloney is not a great, great, great attacker. But Green's. Offensive contributions were limited. I mean, last year we were conceding so many goals, we we, we only talked to her to, to, about him in terms of defensive. Um, he wasn't asked to get forward at all I'm last fi- year, right? I'm fine with his defense. Yeah. And he wasn't a problem last year. He was solid. He's a solid defender. But the way we play, as the outside winger, he's almost a midfielder. I mean, I counted five to seven crosses and very few of them beat the first man yeah that getting forward and hitting a, a skillful ball is not his forte he'll get forward and maybe not hit a skillful ball or he'll hit a, a decent ball out of the back 
but he's not going to get forward and give you a skillful ball. And it's not like I'm saying the guy can't kick a soccer ball. If, if he went out to a Sunday league, he'd be a great crosser. And he's not going to make anybody miss either. No. He's going to run past somebody, maybe. That's the best you're going to get. But he's not going to he's not going to use tricks and deception to get by someone and, and improve our our attackingness. I guess you're making me think of a few things. At the pro level, a cross has to be low, hard, perfect. It's right. really hard. Neither you or I could do it consistently. We might get one out of three or something. Right. But it's a really difficult, perfect ball you have to hit. And then he wasn't really combining either. You didn't see him one-twoing with the midfielders. You didn't see him working down the line and getting deep into the end line. Like you said, it's kind of one or the other, and all you're really going to get is kind of a lame men's league cross into the box, which is a real insult. I'm sorry, Kai Green. But it's kind of what you saw. Yeah. It's not his game. Let's talk the other change in the back. Um, Very noticeable change that's going to be long-lasting probably, right? Uh, Matt Cardone starting in goal, and I had no idea where St. Clair was. I don't remember. um, I didn't know at the time where St. Clair was. Well, let's say, what's his first name? Dane St. Clair. Dane St. Clair played every minute of the year, correct? He didn't didn't play the first game because he was with uh, Kansas City, or he was with Minnesota or something like that. Oh, okay, since the restart. Yes, he's played it. He started every game since the restart. And we're coming off three consecutive shutouts? Or two uh, consecutive shutouts? No, because Austin scored a couple. He had three shutouts total and two and two, hey, two in a row. Our sponsor, Trevino Tile, said, hey, who's the new go- who's this goalie? Yeah. And, and, we, and we always follow the disclaimer. We don't know anything about goalie. goalies. But, but, we, but we knew he's composed. We, we both could agree on that. And there's just something a little di- just a, just a little different about him, right? He was impressive. Good with his feet. I would yeah. say he's impressive. Did he yes. impress you? We 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 weren't asking questions like, man, why isn't Cardoni playing? It, the opposite. It was, it was, yes, he it impressed was, me. Clearly. It was yes, he was. He was impressed. So after the game, I sent you a text. It was from Reddit that Minnesota United had recalled him. Right. I wonder if it's to play or to be the backup, but for whatever whichever it is, they brought him back. So we. I think you felt validated, right? Yeah, see, I we did. Felt a little I, text, validated. I texted you that. I was like, for guys that don't know anything about goalkeeping, we, we we saw something. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's like I don't know much about caviar, but I can look at caviar and see that it's caviar. Yeah, okay. Maybe. And um, so Cardoni was starting, and that gave me a little trepidation. I'm, I'm not going to lie, because we had talked about how much more we want our goalie to play with our feet, or at least St. Clair was playing with his feet. And so I was like, well, are we going to change things up now and, and play different, differently? Cardone was, was, was very good, wasn't he? He, stopped, he made some good stops. I didn't see him flailing at crosses because a lot of times he'll flail at crosses. Um, I didn't see him give the ball away. Did, was I watching a different game? Do you have some memories of this? Listeners, you can't see our faces, but I'm making faces. I, I thought he was really yeah, good. Good. Well, we've heard your opinion. Ready for mine? Mm-hmm. Which is, I didn't think he was bad, but for the first time all year, uh, number one, there were a few simple shots that Cardoni made look a little, a little worrisome. Like, is he gonna say? Okay, yeah, he did save it. He was just fine, which is what I've always said about Matt Cardone. He's like a replacement level FIFA keeper. But uh, someone at the watch part, did I? Talk about my watch party, socially distanced. Yes, yeah, Jose yeah. Cuervo. Someone at the party who's a season ticket holder, goes to every game, but is old enough that he doesn't notice shit, was like, well, what's wrong? This guy's different. What's 
what's there to not like about this? What's, why is the new guy so good? Or what do I mean? I mean, there are a few dives where Cardoni kind of dove and, and, it, and it worried me for a second. There were a few miscommunications, and the noticeable one, Clayton, I think you're just not remembering it, was that one of the center backs turned backwards and passed backwards oh, and almost scored an own goal. That's not, that's, let's have that conversation then. That's not the goalie's fault. He was going outside the post where the ball is supposed to be played, and whoever played it back to him, I think it was Montgomery maybe, mm-hmm. Montgomery played it right into the center of the goal. And you know the back pass is supposed to be outside the post. That's that, not the keeper's fault. That's exactly what listener Joel Bixler said. And my response was, yes, that's what you coach 12-year-olds. But this is a professional soccer team. Oh. And at the pro level, you do pass between the posts. You pass where the person is. Yes, and because they're using them as a, as a defender almost. And like. I think that the, all, all, all I can... This is exactly what I told Joel. I'm not saying what happened or what went wrong. I don't know. I wasn't there. There wasn't a lot of crowd noise, but I haven't seen that pass be played like that all year. Well, so either Clayton communication was off, or positioning was off. But the the defenders have not made passes like that this year. Yeah, but why did that? De- why did the defender pass it to where a guy wasn't? We just we just we just because he that. didn't you tell him pass, where he was. You don't pass it to where a guy. Well, that's his fault. You should know where the guy. You don't just kick it blindly back there. You do if a goalie is... Com- no, I, I Let me finish it, Clayton. Okay. You, if a goalie is composed, cool, and collected and says, Hey, John, then you hear him and you pass it there. I, okay, I see what, I see what you're Matt saying. Matt Cardone, I feel he, like... He bears, he bears some responsibility. I feel like he's a And little, that hadn't happened. He's jumpy and he's just worried about like his footwork and his positioning and where the forwards are. And he, he's very much in his head. And in his head, he's doing a good job at his job, but he's not able to manipulate the game around him. He's he's busy thinking about Matt. I don't know if I can go all Freudian, but I think that I don't think I'm not I'm not gonna say you're wrong. It's the first he time was, you've seen that I, play all I year. Was very nervous. Right? Yes, and I and like I said, I was nervy. Did it make you think of last year when you saw that pass? You know what the bottom line he's a good shot stopper. There we go. He is he is a good USL keeper. I love him as a local lad, but I noticed the difference. Right. I did. You you're saying you didn't. No, not I, no. That's not what I'm saying at all. I'm I. Yes, you can tell a difference between him and Saint Clair, and there they're a, they're polished. Saint Clair is much more polished. Another than one is. where a listener Henry said, "What do you mean play it quick?" And we tried to explain to him what playing it quickly meant. And Cardoni ran out of bounds on cue, rolled the ball out, ran up like he was going to play a quick ball, and then stopped. <laughs> And everyone walked forward 50 yards, and then he booted it long. And it was like, see, Henry, like, he faked it. it I don't know why he didn't do it, but St. Clair just plays that ball. Yes. He's, he's already one step ahead. And I Cardone is at the, at the level of the game. He's not a step ahead. I get it. All I'm right. Just, I see what you're saying. All right, any other lineup? Um, to Gallegos and Pirano together starting. For the first time? Um, Perhaps. Yes. I, no I interview. Know. Definitely Pirano... Did not play against Tulsa, the game that we brought, that the game that we potted at last time while we were watching and we were yelling. Just typically, they don't start together. Yeah, I, I thought it was like having two point guards and only one ball. So Pirano and Gallegos are starting. How do you think that experiment slash that pairing went in the way that they were paired? Now they've played together before, obviously, but in a different. So they were both midfielders and uh, and then. We, and then we had the two Argentines, two out of the three Argentines up top, right? 
and that's not the way that that I think that they're best that, that they should best be played. No, Gallegos was more of a two-way midfielder, but I answered it before you asked it, which is I think they looked like two point guards with one ball. They, I didn't see Gallegos pass to Pirano once this game, or vice versa. There was not much combination between them at all. Was no there? triangles, no give and goes in the middle. What you'd love to see is one of them playing the other one through, and they always look to the forwards. Right, like they never look to each other. Like what we, what we would like to see is the front runners or the forwards showing back, and if. And then Gallegos or Pirano's making that yes. run through, and they're drawing the defenders with them, and then we're playing a ball through, so we're running on as they're running out. That's what we would love to see, yes. The, the That's what we dream of. The balance seemed off, right? Yes. And I don't know whether it's legs with Gallegos. Gallegos, until the goal, he looked pretty, pretty 18-ish. I thought he looked active. He was active. He was on the ball a lot. Yeah. His decision-making seemed like the tired decision-making to me. Maybe, but he, he wasn't tired physically, which is what you're saying also. I think that's our team's challenge. We're in first place. We're a good team. We're undefeated. But to be great and win the title is to figure out how to use those two together. Yeah, the they're, they're, we, they've got, we've got to figure out a way to... And like, like we said, or like you said... The, not the last pod, but the pod before that, when you were like, I want to see Gallegos up top as a forward with, and then Pirano. And then when we did that against Austin the first time when we scored four goals, you didn't get to see it. They were spectacular in the second half when we played that way, and Haravo was the one pulling the, pulling the strings. Yeah. Uh, we, at the watch party in unison, we all missed Haravo. Okay. That's, his rangy defense, his, ra- his range of covering the field... And his range of different passes. He's pretty poised on the ball, and he—I've seen him play that ball that can unlock, unlock two or three defenders in a lot of directions. Yeah, forward, sideways, yes. diagonal. And the, and and then when he's on, it's it's a little bit more of a all right, PC, you're you're back here, and I'm up here. Although Hankinson was talking about the the guy announcing that he was like, I think PC is more effective in a in a more forward in a more forward role. Well, I think Tim Hankinson is more effective. <laughs> in, in, not, not in this. Setting. Not on my TV. <laughs> I, I was not impressed. <laughs> anyway, but I mean, it's just. But how about the um, how about the legs on uh, on Blake Smith and PC? Those guys ran nonstop. Hmm. You know, Blake Smith was not good with the ball. He had quite a few giveaways, but his work work ethic and. And work rate was outrageous. Yeah. Oh, yeah. On a few, there are a couple where he looked a little bit like Alfonso Davies coming back fast as hell. Yes. Sprinting back fast. Yes. Which covering is all kinds of ground. Yeah. Can I note some a, a couple guys that I didn't like? Yeah. What I saw, uh, the forwards. Yeah, you texted me that that we weren't getting anything out of them, and I hadn't really, but they weren't doing a very good job holding up the ball when we when we when we were playing it playing it long. They weren't doing a lot of anything for me. They they always work hard defensively. They do. They did do that. That, that, that is the one. They, they will did. always get credit for that. They're always throwing elbows. They're always challenging every ball. They're sliding like to try to deflect a, a ball out on the touchline. Like they work hard like that. And they'll put in a, they'll give you a good whack and let you know they're there as well. For sure. You know what I think proved my point after sending that text? 
was that Louis Solniak got pulled for a rest. Yeah. At like the 70th minute. He had played every minute of the season up till then. Yeah, him and Maloney. Yeah. As, he's our captain. Uh-huh. So I think that was a sign that it, I wasn't the only one. Well, and also, like we said, there's got there's got to be some squad rotation. So if you're four not, games, if, it, if you're not feeling it, like if 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 Marcina senses something, like yeah. look, tonight's just not his night. Let's get him off. Let's get him a rest. We've got to play again on Wednesday, and then again on Saturday. We we need these guys, and it's a hundred degrees. You why, know, why are they playing this much? This, I don't I don't know why they couldn't go later in the in the season. Is it one of those we want to get before we think the real flu season? Like, is it? Is it like? Do you think that was? No, there's always this soccer is scared of December, and the cold weather. Or... Yeah, I mean, I I don't know. I I think they should have just played later, right? Like, they could have had as. I, I mean, honestly, if they played twelve games versus sixteen, I don't care. Yeah, I mean, this seems a little, or maybe they figured the quicker we can get them done, the less chance there is that someone's gonna gonna get sick you, I, I don't know Does I that... just think I like I like having it on Saturday it's something to look forward to and right now it's feeling like a oh ch- don't get me wrong I love the midweek soccer you know like you love SAFC midweek soccer yes like it's a great break in the are middle you excited of the week? for tomorrow night yes it's a great break Clayton, in the middle I've of watched, the week for me I've watched Europa League the last two days and then Champions League. I don't care this about FC. This is my team, and we're undefeated. Like I, I don't I care like, about FC FC tomorrow night. I, wow. I don't. Why? We're in. Well, for, what can they do? What can they do to make you care? Don't play on, play Open Cup on Wednesdays, and otherwise play on Saturdays. Man, twice a week, man. I have kids. I have a girlfriend. I have a job. I have a book to read. I mean, all all the other leagues like in the world, they play midweek games. Not every week. That was a but... big statement. All the leagues in the world well, play midweek games. Do yeah. they play midweek league games? Yes. Because in yes. in Germany they call it an English week because in Germany they don't do it. Yeah, but they they do it now. They play cup during the week. They don't play okay. Bundesliga. Well, yeah, COVID they do. You're right about that. Well. Corona world. I don't know. I think the rest of the world is getting on our TV schedule type thing where it's like put like the, like they do with college football. So now you have Tuesday night college football, Wednesday night college football. I think I think everyone's moving to that for the TV well, and for the fans for fans like me. They, they did want to watch on Wednesday. Agreed. They did that for Corona to try to make bunch make back as much money as they could from TV, and that's fine. I don't know. Like maybe I'm just gonna give myself tomorrow night off and not watch it well you didn't watch the two games I didn't so it was I didn't you're right I'm not getting I'm not oh. giving you a pass on this I don't, I don't think this is okay oh can we can we move in I mean this is going to be my free kick but I'll advance it well where are we on our 30 minutes of the game we're just fine we still got 10 minutes okay I um you got some things yeah so I want to talk um I think uh, Coach Marcina waited too long to make a substitution. You texted me that, um, and uh, and I don't think he brought on. Uh, we needed we needed someone to hold the ball and, and some creative possession on the edge of their eighteen. It was turning into the Gallegos getting it and then trying to beat a couple of guys and then just blasting it down the field and then. Pirano trying to beat a couple of guys, and he did. He beat, he beat quite a few guys. God, he it's amazing 
watching him turn people on the end line. It's kind of Suarez-esque, right? He's like, great, yeah. Like, I've never seen anybody turn people on the end line like, like Luis Suarez can, but Christian Pirano does it over and over again. When was the first substitution? In the 73rd minute, Bayonne yeah. came on. That's too late. For, that's too late in a game like that. On when, the fourth game in 10 days. Yeah, when we are, we're, we're having the better of the game at, the, at that point. Like, maybe. At, the, at that point in time, we were starting to, the possession was majority in their half. We should have subbed at halftime and two in the second. And I don't know, and, and maybe it's my love of Haravo and what he's shown me, but you got to bring a guy like that on, on and give him 30 minutes to come in and put his stamp on the game, right? Because guys like that aren't going to come in and beat two people and bury one in the back of the net. He needs to get into the flow of the game, right? Yeah. And so, and so the way you're playing in the 80th minute is going to be different than the way you're playing in the 70th minute. So give him give him 30 minutes to get to get involved in that game. Yeah, to me, to me, you know, and I'd love to hear the coach's reasoning. I'm wondering if anyone would ever ask him that question or question to, that. To back you up, they have brought in Gallegos a few times at halftime. So it's not unprecedented. No right. one should get their feelings hurt. With right, all it's these not a games. disrespectful kind of thing like no. like we're talking like uh how we were talking baseball before we started like unwritten rules like you don't subst- like you don't uh, sub out the catcher like in the middle of an inning, you know, like you don't show you don't show somebody up like that. You know, we're not talking about that. Well, but maybe here's an out for Coach Marcina. They're losing one zero at halftime. It's their first first time we've been down all season. Yeah, good point. And it was a justifiable goal. They were threatening for a few minutes. No, let's talk about their goal for two for two seconds. Can I just say yeah. though, maybe he didn't want to sub someone. Uh, as like a downer for the team. Okay. Like, oh, you're losing. I'm going to sub. No, okay. You guys can fight back for a bit. Oh, I see what you're saying. But he did go too long. Yeah. Okay. Let's talk about their goal. All right. In the 39th minute, the, their, their guy scores. Bunch of corners. Absolutely. Yeah, at that point, we're, we're they're having the better of the game. Mm-hmm. They're down in our end. Billy Forbes is kind of running, run, wreaking Center havoc. Center forward, Billy yeah, Forbes. Yeah, they didn't play him as a win. They, he was like a, a nine or whatever. False you, nine. You know? Um... He uh, he's kind of doing his thing where he cuts across the 18, and nobody will just step on his left foot. You know, he's getting a couple of shots off, stuff like that. And they have three or four corners that kind of ricochet around, and then and then one goes all the way over, and then gets played back across. And this guy hits it. Was it a half volley or a full volley? I don't know the difference. Half volley is difference? it hit the ground and is coming up. Full volley is you took it coming directly down out of the air before it came before it uh hit the ground out of the air yeah full volley side netting just a races dang st Clair maybe gets his hand on that i don't know but <laughs> definitely not cardoni's fault no it was a, it was a rip yeah but it, if anyone's at fault it's our defense for not getting the ball cleared i don't know if it's the goal of the week but it's a hell of a it, shot. it will be I'm sure. I'm sure we could get on the USL website and they have the nominees up by now. I bet it is one of the. I bet it is well, one of the. Nominees. You know what might have replaced it as a nominee? What's that? Was a Gallegos. Oh, boo! Kid. Jumping into the 92nd minute. First time. First time shot. Or did he? Did first he time shot. On? Yeah. First time shot. And how easy is it t- talking about fitness and um, and minutes played and stuff like that? How many times have you and I been in that spot where it's? towards it and you're tired and what's the first thing you do you lean back and get lazy and you Shake launch it, it and you sh- and you launch it 20 yards over the goal because that's just the easy late lazy thing to do yeah he keeps his head over the ball 
first time and doesn't try to absolutely he he's trying to place that in the court like he's just trying to guide it through and it through everybody and it, i mean it was solid contact he didn't miss hit it or anything like that no he, but it was placement not yes power. exactly yeah. which which are you okay with that right like i am mean, i okay with that yeah, i mean what i mean i know you you would have you would have tried to put your foot through it and put it 40 yards over the goal right like i know i would have I know you would have. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to you. Anyway, um, spectacular goal. Tell you what, poised. When I was eighteen, I know what I would have done. <laughs> Just, but now I'm forty-two, okay. so I might have a little more patience oh, I see what these you're days. Saying. All right. When I was eighteen, I would have laced it into the Bud Light beer bunker. Yeah, there we go. And exactly. I and Jose Gallegos did not. Great goal. Um, poised. Is that a point that we're happy about, or is that a point? that we're just kind of yes. eh, or we're disappointed in. Very much happy. Because you, you didn't watch the first time we played Austin. It was 4-2, to two, but it was 2-2 two to two at one point, and they had a chance to go up 3-2, a good chance to go up 3-2. It's not like we didn't stomp them into the ground up there at all. So they brought they brought a little different team this time, and that guy, that, that ish guy that they had playing is like a center back, but he played, he was out wide more. That long-haired, the dreadlock guy. Sure, I don't he know. He was excellent. Like that guy was causing us problems all day. Causes problems the first time we played them. But anyway, back to the question: What? To, what? How? How do you view that point? It was a point earned. A crappy game. We played like crap. I mean, just lazy from both teams a little bit. And not. I'm not blaming them. I'm not mad at them. A lot of games, and we. Come on, ninety-second minute. We're undefeated, and as long as we can stay undefeated, we have a certain level of control and dominance in the division. So I think as a team and, like, strategically, huge point. I, I was not mad at the point at all. I was happy about the point. Given I, the circumstances. There are going to – I mean, we are, a, we are a good USL team, right? That's – like, yeah. we are a good USL team. We're not a spectacular USL team. We're not a dominant USL team. So there are going to be – Lulls, right? They're not going to be. They're not going. It's not going to be all highs. And to show the resilience, to to get the point there, um, very yeoman like, very yeoman like. And I, we would have lost that game last season. Oh yeah, we would have let that own goal. They probably would have scored maybe one or two in the last five minutes. No, we would have scored an own goal. Yeah, and it would have been. We would have lost. Um. I know your favorite moment of the game, even though you don't remember it. Oh, you're talking about the... T- yes, I Tainer, do. <laughs> Wait. Ripping it? No, you're talking no. about that, that own goal that Tainer... Oh, no. Right. Oh, yeah. That when, you, when you made What's reference... What's his name? To Mitchell? Own, Mitchell Tainer almost ripped one up for nine. Running backwards, yes. top corner, just <laughs> laced it. Yes. What, six inches wide? Yes. Backwards. It was, it was, at first, I thought their guy had hit it, because I was like, there's no way our they, guy... They, it showed the replay very well, like and four he, times. And he was just... And he was so notch Like... Like, so he, there was never shot. any thought that it was going into the back of his own And all bed. of his teammates are like, are you serious, bro? Like, what? Did you just do that? <laughs> no. Do, do you think he meant to do that? Clearly. Yeah. I mean, I, mean, I don't think he meant to be that close. But anyway, go ahead. Well, that's our timer. Your, your favorite moment. Was in the 78th minute when... Sorry, women and children, but when fat-ass Diego Restrepo got injured... <laughs> Comes down clutching a hammy, and who gets his socks on on the bench? 
Oh, their assistant coach. Assistant, assistant I, I coach. I told you that when you we did. the first game. You I mean, told me he existed, but in this game, he almost yeah, played. There was a moment. Did you see him hustling? Like, he was taking off his you, coaching uniform to, like, try to put on. And you like, know what socks he put on? Not real socks. It was just the sock with the foot cut out so he could pull. They cut it just out. Just the stirrup. The trainer cut off the bottom of the foot so he could just pull it over his shoe. I wonder if he's going to come out in, like, those turf shoes. Yeah. Like the coaching turf studs. That's what I was That's what I was <laughs> That's what I was talking about. Why it was kind of depressing. Like, it, this, that was the moment. Like, that was uh, like of our player coach last season. You know what I'm saying? The, well, them like putting the athletic tape on for the for the number. We it, <laughs> it looked like he was gonna. Restrepo looked like he wasn't faking. Dude, how big is Restrepo? Dude, like how I nah, mentioned him. He's not that big. <laughs> Anywho, he's always been a little bit of a. That, yes, that was a spectacular moment. I thought I was like, I thought this was like, you know what? This is like, <laughs> this is like Bill Vec putting the midget up to bat. Like that. <laughs> that's this. That's. <laughs> That's I mean, what, it's minor league soccer, Clayton. Yeah. Don't don't fool yourself. No, I know. I know. <laughs> minor league soccer that I'm excited to watch on Wednesday. And you know what? Now that we're in a group, a regional group, it's provincial minor league soccer. Yeah. It's not even... That's how soccer started, though, dude. My town is better than your town. So in my eyes, we've, be, we've drawn and uh, beaten uh, Austin, so we're better than that. Well, we're in first place with 15 points, but Tulsa... Six points back, it has two games in hand. Yes. So if they were to win out, we'd be tied for first. And we play them. We play them on Saturday. We oh. play. We host Oklahoma City on on tomorrow. Tomorrow, then, Wednesday the nineteenth. OKC. Yes. Here at home. Yep. Saturday, Tulsa on the twenty second. Oklahoma City was bad when we beat them at their place, three nothing. They were bad. Good. Yeah. Hopefully, they're bad again tomorrow. What uh? What do you want to see, or what do you want to talk about for those games coming up? You know, I two, two home games. Sorry. So what I wanted to see last time when we last potted for this game was to see that Pirano wasn't hurt, and obviously we got that. And then he's taking a beating, huh? They're 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 whipping up on him pretty good. Um, did you see? I'm, I'm gonna go back when Jermaine Taylor threw his ass out and uh, knocked Gallegos like uh, halfway across the field, like. And they didn't even book him. They didn't book him for it, and it was so cynical. No, but I saw two cheap shots. Yeah, they were uh, bad. With just ball in the air, everyone's looking up, smashing the back. Oh, and how about the one that should have been a red card with the with the headbutt in the back? Anyway, yeah, you and Tim Hankinson think that's a red card. It's a cheap foul. Yeah, it was Roll. bad. It was dirty. It was clear to me that he wasn't playing the ball. Austin didn't want to lose, and so they they came out to prove the point. Like, hey. Yeah. We're going to punch. Yeah. If you're going to beat us, you're going to beat us in a 1-0 drag it out. So what I would like to see tomorrow, Wednesday, against Oklahoma City, I would like to um, I would like to see uh, fresh legs and excitement. That's pretty, that's pretty subjective and amorphous. And, uh, but um, it, we didn't look like we, we looked like we were just trying to get through it on Saturday to me. You mean like Abraham Lincoln fresh legs? <laughs> That's, you know what? That would that would probably make the Wednesday much more exciting if I knew that I was going to get some Abe Lincoln. That's what's good about Open Cup is you get the Abe Lincolns of the world. Yeah, which they on a they, Wednesday. Which, does that take us into your? Uh, were you going to talk about that for your free kick? No, not what yet. Do you no. See? I don't know. What well, I you're not. See. You don't want to see anything because you're not going to watch. You're going to take a break. Wow, that really goes well because that's I literally have a blank. I I don't. Man, life's busy. I mean, there's a lot going on. This is provincial minor league soccer. Do I need it twice a week? 
No, that's your answer. All right. Well, then you better have something exciting to talk about. I want to see the week. game Saturday against Tulsa, the battle for first. That's what I want to okay. see. Okay, all right. And so, yeah, I'm with you. Put some alternatives in the lineup tomorrow night. I don't want to see nine of 11 starters returning. Like, let's get some Yarrow. Who else is on this roster? I want to see Vieira. I want to see the Uruguayan. Oh, that we he looks seen. good. I know. We watched him. He played against Tulsa, right? And um, and he was kind of he was kind of a he played br- well. Yeah, I thought so too. This and then number nineteen, who I don't know where he's from, but he's, he, he's got a name that makes me think he's Jamaican, like trainer or something. He um yes, I know who you're talking. I think he's Cameroonian, maybe. He had a chance to really make a good play because I know he's fast, and he didn't do it. Maybe if he got a start, he'd get a little more under his legs. So yeah. yeah. Some squad rotation tomorrow against other. Do you do you play the good players, coach? Do you play the good players against the bad team to ensure the three points, or do you give them a rest? Um, I think that it's impossible to get inside the locker room because we <laughs> we're given so little information, like who's got knocks, who's who's you know. Does anyone go to coach? Coach, I'm hurting here. You know, like. We don't know the team like he knows the team. What do I do if I have everybody at one hundred percent? Yeah, I play. Um, I play this back to the starters that we had before. But I, I'm starting. I'm starting Gallegos and Pirano, and one of the one of the Argentines, mm-hmm. uh, one of the other Argentines up top sits, you, and and Gallegos plays up top. You think now that um, Dane St. Clair has been recalled to Minnesota? That uh, Juan La Madrid, the goalie coach, is our backup keeper. No, they brought up the. Do you want to see Juan they La had Madrid? The, one of the kids from the academy. They had the kid from the academy up. on the bench. Yeah. Who is bench. it? I don't remember what his name this is. This could be a local high school kid, huh? He he is, and actually Chris Fiddler, uh, had coached him. Oh, I wish it was the Kerrville kid. That guy was good enough. Yeah, I I don't know where he went to high school, but Oof. but um another local a local lad. Yeah, but anyway, um. I want to. See, I want to see. I think we're at our best with Pirano playing underneath Gallegos and Gallegos playing underneath a, a nine. With a big insert, guy. insert Argentine to all Argentine here. A lot of Argentines on the roster, though. Yeah, the tall one, one of the tall ones. Yeah. So that, that that's it. That's you know that's what I want to see. <laughs> and I want to see the game Saturday. Yeah. Against uh, Oklahoma. I'm going to be see, so that's going to. I'm going to be in uh, Marble Falls with the family at Lake LBJ. Oh, are you? Yeah, we're taking a... We're going to that resort that's there. The family means just your children. Yes. Is yes. there a water park there or something? There's a nice resort, and it has... I don't know what's on the, the property. And are you going to watch the game? Hopefully they have Fox Southwest. I think it's on Fox Southwest. Oh, really? I don't know. We'll see. The t- I have ESPN Plus on my phone, Ooh. and I may watch on Ooh. my phone. You know, I always harumph that and then when I do watch it it's actually kind of just fine yeah I mean it's not awful I'm not I mean if I'm sitting on the patio looking out at the lake watching SAFC then that's nice enough alright free kicks do you have a free kick um I do have a free kick would you like to go first it's more it's a question kind <laughs> of so this is the the, the 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 UEFA Champions League is going on right now and it's absolutely spectacular they're down to the semifinals and finals mm-hmm. and we've been watching obviously and this is the first uh, time in 30 years there are no, there's not a team from Spain, Italy, or England. Um, 
in the uh, two German and two French two teams. Two German and two French. First time in thirty years. Um, is and if one thing in common with those two leagues, they both ended way before the Champions League started again. Um, do you think there's something to that? Is there something? Yeah, clearly. It's funny because I was reading a bunch of old soccer articles today and a lot of them brought up, ooh, these teams haven't played in a month. Or PSG in how long? Right. Is that since the pandemic? Yes. They played? I mean, they've had, they've had friendlies. games, friendlies, yes, but, you know, there's no substitute, like real game action. Apparently not. I know. So that's what I'm saying. Like, what? What do you? What do you think? What? What do you think? Just more. You're rest? the one that told me. Like, uh, yeah, obviously. Like rule, just the fact that like rule of ten thousand, them practicing together. You for said so that their long. finishing wasn't back. That the finishing is the last thing to come back. I thought. I thought in PSG's first game, it looked. It looked rusty. Neymar missed two or three one on ones. Mbappe missed two or three one on ones. And that was the first get competitive game they played since they stopped playing in March or April. Yeah, is that really what they say? The finishing is the last. That's what like Gary Lineker says, and the guys that Michael Owen the says. The Terry Bradshaw of England. I mean, guys that know something about scoring goals. I'll say that they know a lot about more, a lot more about scoring goals than I do. All right, fair enough. <laughs> hmm. I don't know, and I don't, I don't necessarily need an answer. Maybe maybe there is no, you know. I mean, I'll tell you what, they're not the four best teams in Europe. How about that? What's that, the, that Lyon was in seventh Leon place. Lyon and Red Bull. Lyon and Red Bull, you would not, are are the two outside, kind of outsider teams for people that don't follow super close. And as, as much as anything, is it a question of that these are one-off games? That's that's That was going to be the second part of my free kick. Oh. Any chance that maybe they stick with this format, like, the, the last six, the last eight teams or four teams go to a bubble and they play one-off games instead of instead of home and home. It would. These games have been ruthlessly exciting. Imagine if there was crowds. Yes, I mean one and and like if you have it in a neutral venue or you, not necessarily a neutral venue, but like a predetermined venue. Yeah. You know, and if it just so happens that the, the team from that city makes it, then then advantage them, but. I mean, these games have been so exciting, Matthew. Here, here's why it won't happen. The big teams like predictability. The big teams like winning for all their money. And one-off games is less predictable. Right, and it's ha- more upset. Being able to host a game means tons of money for those owners, right? Like the people, tourism coming straight, to that town, straight in their, straight pocket in their pockets, without U- UEFA taking not, their not, a, not their cut. They're, yeah, exactly. That that's going to prohibit and. And that's probably going to prohibit that. Right? You're getting a little bit of the NCAA tournament here, right? Like a neutral yeah, site. Good analogy. One game, anything can happen. Yeah, man. Two-legged a affair. Fifteen can beat a two. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> a fourteen can beat a three. <laughs> I can't believe Leon is still alive. Are they playing tomorrow? You know, they didn't. They weren't scared of um, of Manchester City. They came out. They 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 either. They're too young or too stupid or for whatever reason. They didn't realize that they were supposed to get punched in the mouth and lay down. That didn't happen. They came out playing playing hard from the very beginning and didn't look scared or intimidated. You know, I think that these teams that didn't get a break, they were playing just like SAFC. And so they're pretty beat up and tired. Man City's out of Guero because he got hurt. 
Yeah, I mean, those English, Italian, and Spanish teams, they packed a lot of games. They were playing, like, midweek games. Yeah. They were playing three games a week, yes? Yeah. So I think there's something to that. Right. Okay. All right, that's my free kick. That's what I have. What do you got? I'm sorry to be... I keep looking because there's a New York Times article for my free kick. But I'm just going to go vague because I can put a link if I want to. My free kick is... Is a dunk a dunk without fans? I don't know if I understand. You're going to call me all Debbie Downer. Like, is a... If a tree falls in the forest and no one's there to see it, does the tree right. does you, it make a you, sound? You, you've mentioned this two or three different times in relation yeah, to, to just, this. Just, I think that I. So you trying to tell me you haven't enjoyed the the Champions League games? Talk about SAFC. Oh, okay. Champions League has been great. Fake crowd noise helps me, but man, I I think that part of what I like about minor league soccer is going to the games. And I tried, I've tried a game by myself. I've tried a game with you. I tried a game with five other people. And it's just like, it's like my love of baseball. I love going to a but baseball that, but game. But that's not their fault. They shouldn't be penalized for that, right? SAFC shouldn't be penalized for that, should they? <laughs> I'm not penalizing them. But, but my attention is not a penalty. Like, my attention is my prerogative. So, like, if someone writes a book about... Eat, pray, love. I'm not penalizing them if I don't read it. Well, if you don't watch it, and if you don't, if you don't dwell on it, and if you don't take it, then it becomes less okay. relevant and becomes irrelevant eventually. It becomes ir- irrelevant eventually, and you are punishing them. If it becomes irrelevant, then then you are essentially punishing them. I'm not. How is that? No, I I didn't previously watch SAFC on TV until we started this podcast. Okay. And I, I did. and I tolerate you watch the road games. Yes, you know I did. I do not know that. You'd never seen I, when these they started stadiums. broadcasting every game on ESPN Plus is when I started when I started watching. That That's was, the same year that we got no, this pod. It, no, it was before that. You'd never seen the Timber Stadium or the Reno Stadium. Yes, I have, but anyway, how come you're always so surprised then? No, that's not not the point of this. Yeah, I didn't. And now it's just like I have to watch every game on TV like a road game, and I don't know. I'm it's I'm having trouble having it hold my interest. Is this the way that is this the way that the podcast ends, Matthew? Is this the way that it's just that, life, man? You know, like sometimes you die. <laughs> so like, when the season ends and there's and I haven't gone to a game and it's been on TV, like is that a season? Like a tree in the forest, Clayton. When we are declared champions or not at the end of the season, I don't see that. I'm not season. I'm going glass half full here, and I'm like, I think that I can go to Phoenix in uh, in September or October in October, and uh, and go watch them. I'm not saying that if you can watch a game, it's nothing. I'm saying all we got, and they they canceled. We're supposed to be at three these three games. That doesn't help things. This is your sad, deflated ball free kick, Matthew. And, and yes, you can. I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let you have it. Yes. This is. It, I. I can't change reality, Clayton. You ain't going to Phoenix for the playoffs. You're not. You're not convincing <laughs> me. You're not convincing me that I shouldn't be watching SAFC and that I shouldn't and that it, that it doesn't exist. That it's just a figment of my imagination. No, I'm it's, not attempt. I'm not attempting to convince you. Well, I'm that's tra- what. That's what it is. I'm that's attempting to express my. Emotions. Okay. 
Okay. These are my emotions and my emotions only. They're not. They're expressed written consent of San Antonio Football Club. <laughs> Anything you say can't will be used against a court of law. You'd be a great. You'd be a great. Like, <laughs> come on out and come and watch us play. You'd be like, I don't know. About you can't this. watch them play, Clayton. <laughs> you can't go watch them play. They are a thing that's. They're like school right now. What about if you? They exist on my screen. What about if you knew you were going to be one of those people that they show like holding up the holding up the scarves like on the video screen? Would that change things for you if they invited you to do that? Even sadder. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if a season takes place on Zoom, is it a season? <laughs> I don't know, Matthew. I, I disagree with you. So, so I'm, there. I'm glad for you that you're enjoying it because my my rabbit-like attention span is starting to be diverted. In so, what directions. are you going to try to do Saturday to change your mind? Are you are you trying? Are you are you going to try to change your mind? I had five. Are you going to try to not be a bullshit artist? I had five people over to my house to create a little Shattuck Stadium, and it was like. Whew. Pipe some crowd noise in, Fox Southwest. Pipe some crowd... I don't know why ESPN thinks they're the traditionalists. When, like, they're streaming soccer online, they can't possibly put crowd noise behind the game. I think that would help. I think that would help. It would help. Like, fool me. Because it's part of the experience. Right, let's get the SAFC production guys on that. If, if I could be on a Zoom... And my crowd and my yelling was piped into like, this. Like at the NBA, like they're doing in the NBA bubble, where you can like hit the button and it makes you cheer louder or, yes. or boo louder. I will sit there, ABB, 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 like doing like on the track, old, and the track and field. Video yes, <laughs> we're on track and field. The SAFC would have unlimited cheering from me, but that ain't happening. I'm feeling like I'm watching a virtual soccer game. All right. Well, I, I can go watch FIFA. Shit, FIFA, I can play. I'm not trying to get you down, Clayton. I got I'm it. Describing my downness. Anything else, Matthew? Uh, let's get six points, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> if, if we're losing one nothing, like halfway at halftime, I'm just gonna push reset on the ESPN Plus <laughs> and see if it reboots. All right. That, well, that's all I got, Matthew. All right. Good job. We will see y'all next week.